Hi everyone, glad you could join me again on this week's edition of Matters of the Heart. My name is Dr. Y and this week we'll be looking at the topic dealing with betrayal. Dealing with betrayal. Uh, the word betrayal carries a negative connotation with it because it means a breach of trust, a violation of an agreement. And uh, there's no one who hears the word betrayal that is happy because of the traits associated with it. Betrayal uh, comes along with the notion of pain, uh, with the notion of hurt. Someone is hurt when there is an act of betrayal. Jesus's arrest and death came on the heels of a betrayal. It wasn't a stranger who betrayed him. It was a trusted friend and ally who gave him up to those that were seeking to eliminate him. Uh, and uh, when it comes to um, acts of betrayal or betrayal in general, human history is replete with acts of betrayal, friends betraying each other, associates betraying one another. And in the case of love, it's no different. Uh, someone who once told you, you're the air that I breathe, now turns around and then says to you, we can't be together anymore. And this is not a question of you being negligent or abusive in your relationship. You have taken the duty of care to be genuine with your partner and honestly tried to make that relationship work. But what do you do despite your best effort when your partner decides to take a walk through no fault of yours? When your spouse cheats on you, for instance, and isn't even sorry about it, doesn't even remember the vows you took at the altar, or before the laws of the land that you have a legally binding relationship. What do you do when your partner throws it all in the air, throws caution to the wind, and takes a long walk away from you? In fact, they actually seem to be thriving. Uh, as a single, if you've tried your best in that relationship and given it your all, the pain can be devastating. And it's even worse when you're married uh, when your spouse decides to take a walk, you know, from you, leaving you with the children or takes the children along and uses them as a weapon, you know, wills them as a weapon to jab your heart repeatedly, what do you do? Do you retaliate? Do you strike back? Uh, well, this podcast is for you. Um, the worst kind of pain anyone can deal with is emotional pain pain involving the heart if you have a toothache taking out the infected tooth will stop the pain in most cases if you have a tummy ache if you take the relevant medicine um, for that tummy ache the incessant tummy rumbles will stop and if it's labor pain once the baby and the placenta are out the contractions cease but with the heart, it is an ongoing pain because 
their memories. So do you carve out your heart to stop the pain? Or can you stop your brain from thinking or your mind from functioning? You feel the pain each time you remember. And it is only God who can heal those painful memories. I pray for everyone who has sincerely tried their best to make their relationship or marriage work and yet were betrayed by their partners. I pray that the Lord heals you. I pray he soothes your aching heart and heals those painful memories. You did your best, yet you got your fingers burnt. And for some, the pain is ongoing because those who betray them have moved on with their lives while they are left to lick their wounds. And in some cases where children are involved, they have to keep interacting uh, with their ex-spouses and each interaction just tears open fresh wounds in their hearts. The mental language of such interactions is real and I pray the Lord gives you the strength to interact with dignity and not in the spirit that their actions deserve. It is very tough. And it's only God's spirit that can help you act in a humane way. We'll go on a short break and when we return, we continue looking at the topic dealing with betrayal. yourself stuck uh, you're just in a rut and you're trying to stay afloat but it's really hard uh, what do you do um, do you retaliate do you be a grudge or do you you know just stay stuck where you are and refuse to move on in all these instances I would say no 
yes it's easier said than done it's very hard but please for the sake of your sanity just let go let go because there's none of it striking back uh, bearing a grudge uh, and staying stuck where you are that will help you you just uh, stagnate and you rob yourself of lots of you know opportunities to uh, start over have a fresh start meet new interesting uh, people it's very hard but it's uh, ultimately the best for you to let go to let go let go let go god is close to the broken hearted psalm 34 verse 18 uh, he created our hearts and he knows when a heart is broken but he is also capable of mending that broken heart so please don't rob yourself of the opportunity to experience god's healing and blessings through wallowing in self-pity or unforgiveness they're going to keep you stuck in the same place uh, unforgiveness is like a chain it holds you down it keeps you captive and you just stay in one position uh, joseph's brothers did the meanest thing anyone could ever do which was sell their own uh, Keith and Cain, their own relative, into slavery, but God turned around that bitter and painful experience into a promotion for Joseph, ultimately. Uh, God is able to give you a new relationship. He's able to turn things around. The same Joseph, the one who had been betrayed, turned out to be the one who saved the lives of his brothers and so many others. Imagine if he had remained in unforgiveness towards his brothers. He would have robbed himself of the opportunity to be used by God to save many lives, including those who once had hurt him. Always remember that an unpleasant situation that you've had, because it ended in a way you least expected, is not the end of life. The steadfast love of God never ceases. They are new every morning. So there are always new opportunities each day. There is always something new in the offering each day. And you shouldn't miss it. You shouldn't miss it. To everyone who has experienced a betrayal so bad that it hurts so deep, please take a cue from Joseph and remember that God is able to make all things new. He's able to give you new relationships. He's able to give you new opportunities. He's able to right the wrongs. He's able to settle accounts. He's able to do just about anything. So let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, it's no doubt a setback. Uh, it's taking you off course. And, um, you know, uh, punched your dream of a happily ever after or a relationship, please. Please, painful as it is, let the event go. Just let go. Don't hold on to it so that you don't remain in captivity. Release forgiveness. It doesn't mean the action is right, but for your own sake, for your own sanity, don't hold a grudge and refuse to live your life. Don't stay stuck in that position. 
Unforgiveness is like an anchor just keeps you there on the same spots and life will just pass you by and you just look back at your life at some point and just wonder what really happened. Let go. Let go. Cut that anchor and let your life sail. Uh, if you're a single, yes, it hurt bad, but dare to love again. Ask God to heal your heart and your memories. Dear married partner, the pain is ongoing in, in some instance because you have children in that relationship and uh, you have to interact with your ex. Please don't rob your children of your ex-spouse's input in their lives. Remember, it wasn't you that gave birth to that child alone or those children alone. It was the two of you. So, except if your partner is abusive or violent and they really, it won't be of a positive influence to your children, please let your children interact with your ex-spouse and the choice is yours with respect to moving on in your, in your own life. If you decide not to remarry, make sure you build a strong network of friends who genuinely care about you. Uh, you take up new hobbies and interests and work on creating an amazing relationship and life with your children. And please, two wrongs don't make a right. Don't sow seeds of bitterness or hatred towards your ex in your children's heart. Leave them to build their relationship uh, while the two of you have clear rules of engagement concerning the children. Uh, one of which is that you are not going to badmouth each other before the children and each person's personal life and space and privacy should be respected. Um, it's a tough situation, but do not repay evil with evil. Please get a life of your own uh, and don't um, wallow in bitterness or unforgiveness. This is how far we'll go on this week's edition of Matters of the Heart. I'd like to thank you for listening uh, and I wish you a great week ahead. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Dr. Y and I'm passionate about relationships. You can call me a relationship enthusiast. I take great pleasure in seeing people in love and more importantly, seeing their relationships thrive. For singles, this means I desire to see their love stories and relationships lead to the altar. And for the married, it means seeing that the sparks and chemistry remain between the couple, even as they strive to build and run their home in partnership with God. And so I'd like you to join me over the weekends for a masterclass series on relationships for the singles and married couples. And for our masterclasses, we will draw on insights from the Word of God to help us develop practical solutions to the issues we face in our relationships as singles and as married couples. So join me over the weekends as we try to see how to run our relationships from God's perspective. Dear listener, 
Please permit me to share the word of God with you for a few seconds. Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Celestial, has sent me to tell you that the end is near. The Lord says He's coming soon to judge the earth, and that the end is near for all those who serve Satan and his followers instead of serving He, the Lord God Almighty. Jesus says He's coming soon. And he says that the sword of the Lord will descend very soon because the world has turned away from him. And so I want to urge you, dear listener, please turn back to God and serve him with your heart and the life that you are living. And if you are yet to believe in Jesus, please believe in Jesus, accept him in your heart and make him the owner of the life that you are living. God bless you.